Welcome to C3 Church Tabra. You're about to hear a message from our senior pastor, Phil Oldfield. Get ready to be inspired to live your best life. Thinking about the message um, this morning, um, I thought about uh, hands, uh, and this is probably uh, needs to be dedicated to our precious uh, dear friend Lynn Phillips, who passed away uh, a week or so ago now, and um, who was challenged in uh, her health uh, right from when she joined the church 17 years ago. We knew she was challenged in her health, but she would turn up every Sunday and turned up to our children's programs. And, um, and of course, she always served diligently with her hands. And I just kept on getting this uh, message about hands. So this is uh, dedicated to, to Lynn, and it's dedicated to uh, the people that um, give glory to God through what they do for the kingdom, uh, through their hands. And I'll explain how important your hands are in giving glory to God. It's actually being able to let your light shine in what you do and some people think you got to shine up on a stage or shine by doing something you know performance orientated but actually a lot of the shining is done by what we do and I, I'd hope to think next year we can even up the ante and mowing some older people's lawns and the youth want to go out and mow some lawns and 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 just show the glory of God through our hands so Father God, we thank you for this message this morning, and we thank you that the hand of God reaches out and uh, to us, classic photo here of God the Father reaching out to humanity through his Son, and uh, the touch of our God is through Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit upon our lives individually, but upon humanity, and God is desperately trying to reach your friends and mine and touch their heart with good news. Amen? And so we just thank you this morning, Lord. We can celebrate you. We can celebrate that you have come, that the light has come, and the good news is prevailing, changing lives worldwide. Apparently, there's 180,000 people being saved every day into the kingdom of God. And that is good news. Amen? That is very exciting because we got darkness creeping in into a lot of even our best, you know, parts of society. Darkness is creeping in and we've got to do our best to shine Jesus shine and be a voice, but to be the hands, to be the hands uh, in this in this world, especially now. And I bless you and thank you. Please get around and say hi to each other. Be friendly. I believe Jesus was very friendly. What about you? Was he religious? Sucking lemons? Judging people? He was just joyous. And he was, you know, he liked to have fun. I remember watching an old Jesus movie. And I remember him picking a burr off this uh, bush. And Peter is just all caught up with some dialogue. And Jesus is going... He picks his burr off and he throws it at, at uh, Peter and it sticks to him. He goes, Jesus, come on, I'm, I'm trying to be serious here. And, uh, and I think that's an excellent example of Jesus was a man of joy. 
He was a man of joy. He was taking it easy. He was enjoying his ministry. But he had this effervescence of life. It was flowing. The Bible says rivers of living water should be able to flow from you, your soul, your spirit. When your heart is set free and when your spirit is in God, you just can't help but sing and dance. I mean, the Jews party and they dance at this time. And I was saying to my prayer people before the church service started, we're going to learn from the Jews. They partied hard, man. They partied hard. And uh, they danced, they sang, they drank. Not tomorrow we die, but tomorrow we live. Amen. Eat, drink, and be merry, for tomorrow we live. Let's give it up to the Lord. Amen. You can take a seat. God bless you. Let's give it up for the podcast listeners. This message is the hand of God. This is the Sunday before Christmas. We are excited about the gift. I want to give you a couple of scriptures, and then I want to give you a little bit of um, just what hands mean to me in the Bible, and then we'll round it off what hands mean to me right here and right now. Amen. You're doing well? Give a cheer to the Lord again. Come on. Aussies are too quiet. Too quiet. Here's some scriptures. The hand of God. Isaiah 41 verse 10, these are some of my favorite I chose. I'm not going to be too long, so hang on, put your seatbelts on. I'm just going to let you have it, and then we're going to move on. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Don't forget, the Word of God is powerful, it's living, it's still active. When I quote it, it invokes life and power and joy and peace and righteousness for your life and mine. So when the word of God is spoken, it's powerfully energizing this environment. You know, when that temple curtain was ripped, rent from top to bottom, the presence of God was released. And the presence of God, you can have it in your house, in your car, but it's certainly got to be in the church and it's here right now because the Bible says, when two or more are gathered, there he is. He's here right now. So just cozy up to God the Father, to Jesus, and appreciate the Holy Spirit and appreciate the power of the living word because it's still food to your soul. It's living and active and it's amazing. So do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Is that good news? Psalm 134 verse 2, lift up your hands in the sanctuary and praise the Lord. Love that one. Isaiah 49 verse 16, see I have engraved you on the palms of my hands. That's getting real personal. That's a real personal emotive psalm. They're talking about your, you are very personal and unique to God. Your walls are ever before me. See the palm of your hands is unique and all the crevices and all the cracks and all the divots and that that's you in your life and that's you that's the that's you in your personality and the uniqueness of your calling your purpose it's powerful acts 19 11 says now god worked unusual miracles by the hands of paul acts 11 21 the lord's hand was with them and a great number of people believed and turned to the lord hands just hands Mark 10, 16, and he took the children in his arms, put his hands on them and blessed them. We're so being restricted with our hands now. We're a very political, uh, correct society. We've got to be careful with our limbs now. I walked into um, 
super cheap to buy some child restraint locks for my new car and uh, went in and I asked the girl, can you show me where uh, these items are? And she said, aisle 17. (laughs) I'm standing there in this huge, big, super cheap storm going, 17, well, where's that? Why can't you show me? Why can't you point the good old point? I'm literally going, there's something wrong in a nanosecond. I realized there was something wrong in this instruction she was trying to give me. Aisle 17. Yeah. Can you just give me a, 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 just a general direction? Straight away I'm going, let's not forget to point the way, amen? Let's not forget to engage people. At least shake their hand. I know it's a bit, you know, cuddling and stuff, you know. We used to be able to cuddle so freely, but now, anyway... Praise God, we cuddle in this church, amen? Isaiah 59 verse 1, Behold, the Lord's hand is not so short, praise God, that it cannot save, nor is his ear so dull that it cannot hear. Thank you, Jesus, for that. And Deuteronomy 15, 10, Give generously to him and do so without a grudging heart. Then because of this, the Lord your God will bless you in all your work and in everything you put your hand to. Your hands are important. Hands tell a lot about someone. I'll, t- I'll get into that. Human, ha- and I had to work out, gee, I've got to get a message out of hands. How am I going to do it? I've never preached a message on hands. I had to look into some of this and give it some padding. And uh, anyway, please bear with me. Human hands are the creation of God, are full of symbolic meaning. My goodness. God made the hands, placed his stamp of approval upon them. He gave each hand a unique identity. No two sets of fingerprints are the same. Each hand is five fingers, the number for grace. Four fingers are weak, but the addition of the thumb provides strength, which is an illustration of grace. And just as the Lord rules over the four seasons, four seasons, and the, you know, the grace over those four seasons, we have a mighty planet. There are two hands, one to help the other. Isn't that good? Hey, let me help. No, let me. No, I'll do it by myself. No, let, let, let's do it. <laughs> Some people are like that. No, I'm going to do it myself. You, you, you just, uh, no, let's, it's family. It's community. With two hands, there are ten fingers. In the Bible, the number of ten means completion and perfection of God's divine order. There are ten commandments. Amen. Amen. The fingers are used to writing and pointing. Super cheap. Pointing and touching. Meeting out God's plans and purposes, including, guys, manual labor. It's okay to do the washing up. It's okay to do the mowing. And it's okay to do manual labor. (laughs) Job 37 verse 7 sets a seal on the hand of every man. Remember I said that? He sealed something. There's something about our hands, the uniqueness of our fingerprints. He sets a seal on the hand of every man that all right men may come to a knowledge of his creative work. Fingerprints are unique to every single person. They, they, you know, the, 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 the judiciary system still use that to classify people and find people. And no two people are the same. We know that we are unique and God wants us to have a knowledge of him. I'll speak a bit louder because we've got kids in the house and they just like to make a little bit of noise. That's fine. So this this uniqueness about our hand is God's covenant to us. You're unique. You're not a number. You're not, a, you're not just a creature. You're not just a, 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 just a, a creation. You, you're unique. Those, those fingerprints are unique. And for thousands and millions of years, they'll be unique. Amen? 
It's not like a couple of hundred years ago and there's another Evan Hall. Whose fingerprints? Now, we had an Evan Hall. Who's this guy? He's not Evan Hall. No, Evan Hall's unique for eternity. Amen? Let's give it up for the Lord. So when I think about hands and I think about the Bible, I think about the hands that picked the, uh, the forbidden fruit. And then I think about the, uh, the hands that built the ark, you know, and when there was no body of water big enough to build an ark. It took a hundred years, but I think about those hands. I think about the hands of uh, maybe Abraham who built, built an altar to sacrifice his one only son. Does that ring a bell? You know, and, and then, you know, he, he builds an altar. And, and so I think about maybe Abraham, Isaac. I think about Isaac that redug his father's wells, redug his father's well, Isaac. And then I think about who we got, Isaac, Jacob. I think about Jacob who made an altar and encountered God through that altar and encountered God through that altar. You doing well? And I think about Moses who lifted up a staff and said, let my people go. And that's what the church should be like. We should be praying, loving God, giving to God, turning up the church and saying, let my people go. And Moses lifted up a staff with his, hello, hands. He didn't go, let my people go, Pharaoh. He said, let my people go and held up that staff. The waters were parted. They crossed through on dry ground. Amen. What about the guy that picked up a jawbone of an ass? Slayed a thousand Philistines, God's enemy, slayed them with a jawbone of a, of a donkey, an ass. All right, what about those hands? Supernatural strength, Evan. Supernatural strength and just started to, that's what the church needs. We need that strength to do the good works that God's got us to do. What about the hands of Samuel that anointed Elijah? <laughs> Elijah, anointed uh, Saul, King Saul of Israel. And then anointed David, David the Goliath killer, who picked up a pebble, a pebble from the ravine, and with his faith-filled hands, took that pebble and said, you come against me with, with spear and javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord, and hoiked, hurled, flung that pebble, and took out that stronghold that was coming against God's people, amen? What about the same hands that built a temple? A, a tabernacle, in fact, where the glory of God resided. King David, he brought the presence of God back to Jerusalem. King David built a tabernacle, and the Shekinah glory was actually visibly seen 24-7, 24-7, 40 years of perpetual worship. History tells us 40 years of people walking around this this tabernacle, tent tabernacle, like this tent we got out here walking around and in there was the, was the Shekinah glory of God hovering over the ark of God and they could see it at times, the Shekinah glory, the blue flame glory. What about that? What about, what about David's hands? Beautiful hands. But let's understand this. What about the precious hands that cradled Jesus? Luke 1.38 I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May it be to me as you have said. May the church say that also. Then the angel left her. Love that. The hands that held up baby Jesus. We talked about Simeon, old man, old Jewish guy, priest, hanging out, waiting for the promise. Are you still waiting for the promise of God to come, the second coming, but God to do all that he can do right now? Simeon is a wise man. We need to be wise men still and ladies still seeking God, believing in God, that he is going to do all that he can do. 
What about that? Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you now dismiss your servant in peace. I love that. Hands that Matthew 8, 3 says, Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said. God is so willing to bless our friends and family and our community. He's so willing, but his hands are tied. His hands are in heaven. His hands are your hands. A great statue of Jesus was in uh, Italy, apparently. It was a beautiful country village town, and so it had it, been toppled, and the hands broke off. And someone said, what are we going to do? We can't even repair it. Let's put it back up. And they put an inscription, Jesus' hands are your hands. Jesus' hands is your hands. I love that story. Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said. Be clean. Immediately he was cured of his leprosy. Hands that give. And when I think of hands that give, I'm thinking of this precious woman in Mark 12, 42. But a poor widow came and put in two very small copper coins worth only a fraction of a penny. Mark 12, 43, calling his disciples to him. Jesus is looking on at this offering like he was looking on at the offering this morning. He looks at the offering and he's looking at what people are giving. And he says about this precious woman calling his disciples to him. Jesus said, I tell you the truth. This poor widow has put more into the treasury than all the others. Lynn Phillips has probably done more than any of us because she used to turn up every morning, clean the toilets, prepare this, prepare that, tidy this, put the giving envelopes out on the seats and, and uh, you know, and here this is woman challenged, challenged in her physical health, but she turned up with her precious hands. Hands are beautiful. Feet, the Bible says, are beautiful, but hands. Hands that whipped and scourged Jesus. Hands that carried the cross. I'm thinking of Simon, of Cyrene, who carried the cross of Jesus. Hands that had whipped and scourged Jesus. I said that. Hands that carried the cross, Simon. Hands that nailed the, the nine-inch nails into Jesus' hands and feet. Hands that gave him vinegar on a sponge and, and, and as he hung on the cross, dying. Hands that pierced the side of Jesus and blood and, and water came out of his side, I should say. Hands that pulled Jesus down off the cross, took him to a place, cleaned him, dressed him in burial clothes, placed him in a tomb. Hands that knocked on the door and said, he has risen. He has risen. I love these hands that find themselves doing these God-honoring acts. Hands that knocked, hands that, I guess, did great stuff. I've got to quote this. In the, in the apostles, now God worked unusual miracles by the hand of Paul. So it's through the disciples and through Paul. But I thought about this and I only included this this morning. Hands that nailed 95 theses of paper. The um, Matthew, uh, what is it? Martin Luther King, a monk, Catholic monk, who gets an extreme download from God that we are justified by faith. And he makes such a huge case of it. 95 theses he nails to this cathedral door in protest of the clerical abuse and the selling of indulgences, which gives birth to the Protestant church. Amen? Which is us right now. Saved by grace. We don't have to go through a man. We don't have to buy indulgences. We don't have to work our way into heaven. We can just confidently 
and beautifully come into Christ. Isn't that good news? What about the hands, and I thought about the 20th century, what about the hands that were praying but pointing the way? One of our greatest preachers, by the way, he's nearly on the, on the, on the way out, Billy Graham. What about his precious hands that prayed but then pointed to a modern society in the 20th century and says, Jesus is the way, not materialism. Jesus is the way. What about those precious hands? I love it. But what about the hands right now? What about Lynn Phillips' hands? What about her hands that were serving the church? I love this woman. There's something about her. I just love people that serve. If you want to, there's five love languages. Gifts, help me Jules. Words of affirmation, help me guys. Touch. No, don't touch me. I don't want to be touched. Uh -uh. Quality time. Yeah, that's not, no, I can do without your time actually. Acts of service. Boom. That's me. You do anything for me, anything. And you, I, boom, Evan Hall. Yeah, he's a good guy. Everyone has a love language. Mine is acts of service. Lynn Phillips was dear to us. We loved her. Have we got the, have we got Lynn with the, I love that little, there she is. Oh, isn't that so, that's Lynn as a, as a child. Just leave that up there if you could and I'll quote the scripture. Come you who are blessed by my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you. For I was hungry, and you fed me. I was thirsty, and you gave me a drink. When you did it to me, when you did it to one of the least of these, my brothers and sisters, you were doing it to me, C3 Tugra. Jesus always has called us to reach the least, to serve others. John 14, 12 says, I tell you the truth, anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done and even greater works because I am going to be with the Father. Matthew 5, 14, 16, this is my prayer for C3 Tugra in, in 2, 14. You are the light of the world, C3 Tugra. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others. Say amen to that. That they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. The light has come, folks. And the world is somewhat darkened. And we need to be the hands and feet of Jesus. I'm done. We need to be the hands and feet of Jesus. It's true about that statue. We are the hands of Jesus. Anything you can find to do in 2.14, please avail yourself. You are unique. You have been sealed. You have been marked. God knows you. Every, every part of your... Bible says He knows every hair on your head. He knows your dearest heart. He knows, he knows you intimately. Why don't we say, God, this Christmas I honor you your son's coming I thank you for the gift this indescribable gift that has come that has broken into our world this indescribable gift Lord that touches humanity and heals humanity and blesses humanity recovers humanity saves humanity delivers humanity into your precious love. Let's all stand, God bless you. Father in heaven, 
We thank you, Lord God, we can stand in your presence because of this light that has come. We thank you, Lord God, we can stand before you. But Lord, this morning we, we have a great responsibility to reach out, to touch as many people as we can with the good news, to declare that Jesus is alive and lives to give eternal life to all who partake and receive this first gift that was given 2,000 years ago, the original Christmas gift, Lord. Lord, I just pray that we'd be able to give it away, give these gifts away even more so. Lord, I just pray that our light would shine, that boldness would come upon us, that words of love and affirmation, that we would lift our hands up and point the way, that we wouldn't just utter words with our hands draped beside our side, but we'd actually with fervor and zeal say, Jesus is, Jesus is. See, there, there, there's something about hands that emote passion. Jesus is. I believe one day you will have to say to someone, maybe they might be on their dying bed, maybe they might be in a situation where they're desperate and they're looking for answers. You will have to lift these hands hands and express yourself and say, friend, Jesus lives. Jesus lives. Let me prove it. And you might have to do something for them. You might have to serve them with your hands. You might have to reach into your pocket and bless them. You might have to pray for them with your hands. You might have to bake a cake or make a meal for them with your hands. You might have to handshake, cuddle, hug with your hands. You might have to dig someone out of a terrible situation with your hands. Lord, I bless the hands of this wonderful gathering of people. Lord, you've given them the uniqueness of hands designed by you to serve you. Four fingers and a thumb, five, the number of grace. Strength in your hands. I know people in their old age who serve diligently, but look at Tim. He's, he's had a, a health challenge this year, but he comes in honor of Lynn Phillips here on Friday in the heat of the day, and he helps with the hospitality and the preparation of a place where Lynn... Look at these hands of Tim. We honor your hands, Tim. Your hands are unique, and your hands have served God brilliantly, diligently. You have given your utmost through your hands. We salute you, sir. We salute you in the house of God. A friend of mine in the 70s, late 70s, he worked at BHP for a lot of years. He was a real man's man. He was a Baptist believer. He said, I'm going to have done well becoming this boilermaker or something, and if I need to do something for God, he went to Darwin. He hit the missionary, the Baptist missionary organization, and uh, he got up as he does, five o'clock in the morning, even earlier. And he says, well, when are we going to start work? Oh, we don't start work till nine. He says, well, I can't do that. I need to start work by seven at the latest. 
And, uh, and then he looked around at the guys that were giving him, also doing the same thing, had come out of society. We're going to give the Lord a year or so. And he looked at the hands of these men that were going to help dig some holes and put some trenches and build some buildings. And he looked at the hands and the hands, he said, those were men in their 40s and 50s. He looked at their hands and their hands were brand new, he said. Their hands were brand new. Never done a day's work in their life. And he said, what am I going to do? Oh my God, what can I do with these men? Father, I pray that our hands are spent on behalf of the, the lonely, the hurting, the hungry, that our hands will serve the kingdom, serve the church, serve each other, serve our parents, serve our, serve our extended family this Christmas and forevermore. We loose our hands. Hold your hands up like this. I loose my hands to worship you, King Jesus. My hands have been beside my side too long. My hands have been in my pocket too long. My hands have been draped over a chair too long. I stand up with my hands and say, God, I praise you and I will serve you. I will serve you all the days of my life with my hands. Ladies, you've got great, great ability, maybe crafts and arts that you can teach others and do for others. Men, you can do stuff. For, you can do stuff. You can change a tire for someone. You can mow a lawn. You can do stuff. You can do stuff. You can serve in the house. You can do stuff. You can, you can do the, the housework at home. Amen, ladies. Amen. You can do stuff. You can wrap those presents. Come on, you can do it. It's not going to look all that great, I know, but you're going to do it. I bless you. Thank God for each one of every one of you. Just close your eyes just for a moment. If you're not sure of your salvation, I'd love to pray for you. and I'd love you to be included in this prayer. This will be the, the best Christmas present you'll ever receive. If you want that, if you have faith in your heart to believe Jesus has come, that he is the light of the world, he died on the cross, rose on the third day, lives at the right hand of the Father. If you want to reassert that, if you want to commit, make, a, make maybe a recommitment to the Lord this morning, I'd love to pray for you. I'd love to pray for you. If you're in, the, in this house right now with your friend beside you and Please whisper to them now and ask them if they want to be included in this prayer. We'll all say it together right where you stand. We're nearly done. But I'd just love to give you a free gift. It's the free gift of salvation. And I'd love you to know the presence of God and the smile of heaven on your life forevermore. You can do that. The Bible says if you confess with your mouth, believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is, you can be saved. So. If you want to be included in that prayer on the count of three, one, if you're not sure of your salvation, two, but you want to be included in this prayer, three, just lift your hands up from the front to the back. If you're not quite sure, if you're not quite sure if you're in the house and praise God, praise God. I've got people fanning. I don't know if they're giving their life to the Lord or if they're fanning. But let's just say this on behalf of the community because God free gift needs to be given away Father God I believe in your son Jesus I believe he walked the earth performed miracles died on the cross for my sin Lord Jesus forgive me of all my sin wash me clean set me free come to live in my heart I turn my back on darkness and I look to the light 
I'm saved. I'm born again. I'm a child of God. I'm destined for heaven. But in the meantime, Lord, bless me. Bless me to be a blessing all the days of my life. And the people of God say, and the people of God say, and the people of God say, Amen. We hope you enjoyed listening to this message. For more information on what you've just heard or how to visit us, go to c3talgra.org.au. We hope to see you at church soon. Let's go.